0: Saving the greatest country in the world is not a short-term proposition, folks. We can save this great nation, but it's going to take all of us. Why? Because we are America. Herman Kane. Herman Kane, Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Kane. Thank you for joining us, because we're going to tell you the truth. Give you the facts, because we want you to be informed and inspired to help make this a better United States of America. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Cain. And the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. And helping us to be better informed is Jamie Dupree, but I understand you're in Dallas today, is that right?
1: Yes, I am, Herman. Just got here a few minutes ago after driving up from the debate last night in Houston. I'm uh, downtown here in Dallas where Marco Rubio has drawn a very large crowd. I mean, at least for him, it's not a Donald Trump-sized crowd or anything like that, but... I'd conservatively say a 1,000 people at least out here in a public park in downtown Dallas. Rubio just lighting up Trump at this hour, calling him a con artist, the crowd really into it, cheering lustily as Rubio just uh, slamming and mocking Trump over and over again, saying he is not the right choice to lead the Republican Party. So this is sort of step two of what was uh, rolled out last night by Marco Rubio at the debate. Listening to local talk radio on the way up here this morning, it got a pretty good reception, Herman. So we'll have to see what happens longer term.
0: But wouldn't you say that most of the people who go to those rallies for any candidate, they already support those candidates? And so the candidate is hoping that some of his or her sound bites will get picked up for later reporting.
1: No, I would disagree with you on that. I think you'd be surprised, actually, when you go to these rallies, just how many people come here and who are still looking for a candidate. I would bet that there's a large amount of people here who have been thinking about voting for Rubio. I just interviewed a guy a few minutes ago who said that he had been between Rubio and Cruz for the last couple of months and only decided in the last couple of days that he would come over to Rubio. Frankly, looking at the crowd and the amount of people who are outside the gates and just sort of watching, I think this is attracting a lot of people who maybe hadn't thought about Rubio before. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Rubio's going to win the state of Texas or anything like that. But I do think that last night he picked up a little juice in this campaign. Whether it lasts for any length of time, that's another story. Now, on the flip side... You know, the question would be, was Donald Trump hit hard in any way that will affect him negatively? I would say probably not overall. But I think that Rubio started to zero in on some things that we've talked about for a while. And that was when you really dig down into the issues, is Trump going to have a a problem in some of these debates with only a few people in them? We saw it on the issue of health care last night where both Cruz and Rubio kept pestering Trump to say, "Okay, what's your plan? Uh, Trump would only say that it was the issue of of allowing insurance to be sold over state lines. He then repeated himself a few times. Rubio had fun with that. And it just sort of lent a little air that for the first time, uh, somebody had knocked Trump off stride in one of these debates. Again, I'm not saying it's a game changer, but it certainly could have an impact on some undecided voters as we roll towards Super Tuesday next week, Herman.
0: Do you think the uh, Rubio-Cruz tag team attack on Trump Last night was coordinated or uncoordinated, and both campaigns just said you got to go after the leader.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, the, the fact is that Cruz also hit Rubio a number of times last night in the debate. So if it was coordinated, uh, you know, there was also some other uh, barbs being aimed at, uh, at Rubio as well. Regardless of whether it was coordinated or not, I do think it was effective in some ways in trying to slow down Donald Trump. Now, for Ted Cruz here in Texas, this is certainly an important place for him. Texas is going to have the most delegates available of any state next week on Super Tuesday and Ted Cruz really needs to win, and it's a two-fold thing. Uh, Rubio would like to win here, but I think that's a bridge too far for him. Uh, but probably if Cruz could win here and Rubio could then do some damage later in Florida, we might be well on our way to some kind of muddled outcome that will go for a little while. So I would think the Rubio people would be very pleased with today's turnout and how last night's debate went for them in Houston.
0: Now, is Texas an all-or-nothing state? And similarly no,
1: none of these states next week are all or nothing herman okay. and and, uh, and and we'll we 'll get into that next week, but it 's a confusing series of different rules all around the place in various states. Texas, for example, has two pots of delegates they have one hundred and fifty five in all. You can qualify for some by winning statewide, or you can qualify in the individual congressional district. In Texas, if you win more than 50% of the vote statewide, you win all the delegates in that pot, and same in the 36 different congressional districts. But the chances in this three-way race between, you know, and among Rubio Cruz and Trump of one person getting to 50, I think probably won't happen. What occurs in that case, then, is the winner of the congressional district gets two delegates. The the second-place finisher gets one. And then the, uh, the statewide delegates are handed out proportionally to those who finish with more. I think it's 20% of the vote, if I remember correctly. I don't have my, uh, my notes in front of me. So in that sense, nobody can sweep big time next week on Super Tuesday. You can run up the score by doing really well in a number of states. But, for example, there's some rules even like in Oklahoma, where those three congressional district delegates sometimes are handed out one to the top three finishers, even if the top person has 49%. So my, short, my extremely long answer to your short question is no, there will not be an opportunity for winner-take-all next week. That will not start again until March the 15th.
0: Got it. And so as we look to Super Tuesday, do you recall how many states will be participating on Tuesday?
1: Uh, Yeah, it was funny. I just heard a newscast as I was going into Dallas where they told me that 24 states will be voting next week, and I almost drove off the road because that was so wrong. Uh, It's 11 Republican states uh, 11 states for the Republicans in a slightly a different 11 for the Democrats, actually. But 11 total. There's more than that that will actually be conducting some things, but there's a few non-binding states. I think Wyoming and Colorado are having non-binding caucuses for the Republicans, if I remember correctly. So 11 states with 595 delegates at stake next week. And, you know, look, Donald Trump, I think, would have to be favored probably in about 10 of those. The only state that he's not favored in right now would be here in Texas. And that's why it's so important, I think, for Ted Cruz to win. Now, on the flip side, the issue is how do you get to your delegate numbers, as I described to you a minute ago. It's sort of a muddle next week in most of the states, and you have to get a lot of votes. The only states where the threshold is either non-existent or low is in Virginia, Vermont, and Massachusetts. Uh, That's one place that John Kasich, for example, is hoping to pick up a few delegates. I think it's a real uphill fight for both Kasich and Carson next week to get any delegates. The lion's share will be divided most likely among Trump, Cruz, and Rubio.
0: Have you heard anything about the Carson campaign following last night, or do you think he's going to stick it out through Super Tuesday?
1: Yeah, he's got a schedule out for the next couple of days, as does everybody else. I don't expect him to quit before Super Tuesday. Uh, there has been some discussion already as to whether he'll go on after Super Tuesday. I mean, I think last night's debate, he again, once again, was not really central to the debate in any way. Uh, and he had some funny lines, et cetera, But really, he has not been driving the conversation within the Republican Party for a while now, Herman.
0: Well, it's shaping up to be very interesting, and uh, there's going to be a lot of speculating over the weekend, obviously. Any further word on the whole Supreme Court, um, uh, not debacle, but the whole controversy over the nominating process coming out of the White House?
1: You'll have a meeting next Tuesday between uh, Senate Republicans, uh, the top Senate Republicans, and the president about that. But it looks like the, the Republicans aren't backing off that they say they're just going to simply not hold any hearings, not push ahead with a vote. I would look for the president to nominate somebody in the next few weeks and then use the bully pulpit to really try to hammer a message home and attack a home against the Republicans on that issue. You know, it's, it's one that surfaced out here on the campaign trail, but I don't sense it's the game-changer issue that a lot of people talked about. I think it is part and parcel of any campaign, but it's not a dominant issue out here on the trail, Herman.
0: Gotcha. Well... Where do you go from Dallas? Did you go home?
1: Uh, I'm going to go uh, try to run over to Fort Worth to see if I can pick up a little of Donald Trump, who's doing something there later today. In fact, there's a lot of my colleagues from the media who are rushing out of here already before Rubio's done, I think, probably to do the same thing. Uh, and then uh, hop a plane home, uh, take the kids to things like uh, basketball and uh, scouts and stuff like that tomorrow, and then I'll be down in either Georgia, Alabama, or Tennessee by uh, Sunday afternoon and checking out the Super Tuesday action down in the SEC states.
0: Where will you be Wednesday morning?
1: Wednesday morning, I think I'll be right there in Hotlanta with you, sir.
0: Great, great. Then we'll be able to kick around the results, because they'll certainly be done uh, by then.
1: Like I said on Tuesday, we'll talk about all the different delegate rules, but it makes my head hurt just to think about them, and there's no (laughs) way I can even try to... Uh, you know, uh, summarize them within 20 seconds, other than to say nobody will win all of the delegates next week. That is for sure.
0: That is for sure. Well, thanks a lot, Jamie. Appreciate you calling in, my friend.
1: Thank you, Herman. And of course, if everybody wants to see what I'm up to on the trail, go to my blog, jamiedupree.com.